Hey, hey, it's your girl, Deb. And guess what? It's Table Talk Tuesday. That's right. Table Talk Tuesday is when we come to the table and we talk about a topic that's important to me, but as well as important to you. All right. And this Table Talk Tuesday's topic is finance. Oh, my goodness. I dread talking about finance. But you know what? It's needed and we need to talk about it because it's some great tips some great tools that I want to uh, explore today on Table Talk Tuesday to help you guys out that help me out with my finances. But before we get into the topic, we're going to first do the announcements. So the first announcement is, of course, Powerhouse. Powerhouse Women Devotions and Ministry is hosting their biannual Hurt to Victory Conference, August the 17th and the 18th at the Hilton Garden Inn in White Marsh. So you can go to Eventbrite or powerhousewomendevotions.com to register. So we need people to register. Come on, ladies. Register. Get your tickets. You won't be sorry. You're going to have a great time with us at this conference, the Hurt to Victory Conference. Um, As always, you can email me, all right, if you have any questions or any comments or any inquiries, as well as send me any announcements that you may have, you can email D-A-S-E-D-U podcast at gmail.com. All right. So that's what you can do. I have some great tips, you guys, for you. I'm not a finance expert, so I just want to put that out there. But through my experience of finance and not having all the time, I feel that this topic is very important and especially the world that we live in today. So I'm going to ask a couple of questions and answer them as well. A couple of questions about money and about financial um, breakthroughs and building wealth. Uh, You know, the Lord wants us to be able to have wealth. He don't want us to see us struggle. And though that is the way things are at times, but we ought to be mindful that if we use wisdom, we'll be able to go ahead and and save uh be able to bless others so you know we want wealth in order to bless others and i want to talk a little bit about sowing seed and sowing uh sowing and seed bearing and seed harvest so it's true about every single thing whatever you sow into the ground right whatever seed you sow into the ground the harvest you get from that seed so if i sowed a bean right a seed of a bean into the ground i'm going to get a harvest of beans right so it's the same thing if we sow seed all right money it can be anything it can be change sowing into someone someone's life then we'll get that back plus abundance or harvest But we'll get into a little bit more of that um, later. Alright, so my question is, why do we struggle with finances or um, the riches? Why are we like the richest or one of the wealthiest nations in the world? But you see so many of us uh, struggling with our finances. Or, um, you know, why is it such a hard time to balance saving money and spending money well 
I believe, and this is my opinion, and you may have a different opinion, is that most of us struggle with finances, including myself at times, because we do not believe that we can have it, that we can have better, or uh, that we deserve better. You know, a lot of people grew up not having enough or just having just enough. Enough. But I've always talked about this year, 2018, well, any year, being that year of abundance, that year of having more than enough. And I know for myself, uh, as far as turning tragedy into successes, that uh, finances is such a hard topic for me because I came from not having a lot. All right, growing up and not having a lot. But then I realized as I got older, going um, to college and graduating, that there is a way that I can attain, you know, abundance as well. And now with the technology age, you all, there are so many different ways to and different streams of income that could come in. But we just have to know how to tap into that. And I always use my researching skills from college to find out what resources fit and where I can put my money and as well as how can I increase my income. All right. And that's what I want to help you out with today is how to increase your income. Um, another question is, in what ways do divorce hurt? finances and I'm talking about divorce because on the last podcast to on table talk Tuesdays we discussed my tragedy and I told you that I'll be talking about marriage throughout the time of table talk Tuesday because that was something so dear to me and to not be married anymore was kind of devastating but anyway finances definitely uh in a divorce finances really are, they do hurt the finances. Divorce separation hurts the finances because you're going from a household of two incomes to now a household of one income. And being of one income now is that I have to find ways, I have to um, figure out ways of how I can supplement my income all right, and how I can have the abundance and more than enough. Right. So with divorce, you are sharing the responsibilities of the finances of everything, your bills, uh, the children's needs, um, your own needs, because sometimes you have a spouse to be able to help you with whatever you need and vice versa. You help your spouse with whatever uh, he or she needs. But in the case of divorce, it's now, it now diminishes from one, two people to one person. And, you know, I think for my case is that I'm learning that I have to rely on someone or something. And my reliance is God. I rely on him because he's the one that know more about finances and more about money than anybody else on this earth, on this planet. So I rely on his word and his truth to get me at a place where I'm sowing seed in order to reap a harvest. And sowing seed and reaping harvest is not always money. It's not always money, but it's anything. It's love. 
it's uh giving of your time it can be um anything uh your brains like it being um smart and and having wisdom and giving that knowledge up to people like on the podcast uh, giving that knowledge up to people and being able to you know reap a harvest and if i don't reap a harvest i'm not worried about it because as long as someone is being helped but um back on to the question so you know what ways do divorce uh hurt finances again you go from one from two incomes to one income and all of the bills all of the stresses is on one person now as opposed to two people but i never have to fear because again i incorporate my relationship with god into my life in that way i don't feel like i'm by myself in this thing uh to run my household and to take care of my children because I have the wisdom of the Lord. And I'm going to share a couple of scriptures with you of about what God says about money and about building wealth. He want us to build wealth, you all, okay? He want us to have it, all right? And wealth doesn't mean all the time money, all right? It means having things that's at your disposal, right? That you can give out to others or you can um, be able to give and be able to also receive from others. Excuse me. Alright, so um, I wanted to find out, okay, what is God saying about building wealth and um, what I found out because I told you I'm on this challenge, Proverbs 31 challenge and of course most of the wisdom and wealth scriptures are in proverbs all right so it's in the word it's in the word of god about how we should look at wealth all right this first um verse says proverbs three sixteen: long life is in her right hand and in her hand in her left hand are riches and honor so with wisdom in this verse is saying that wisdom has long life with her as well as riches and honor so think about this wisdom and wealth going hand in hand with each other so you know when somebody uh saves money they're saving they're using wisdom when someone uh does not overspend they're using wisdom when someone um invests they're using wisdom so wisdom and wealth really goes hand in hand so it's about asking god or attaining wisdom in order to have and live in abundance and have that wealth all right proverbs 24 4 says and by knowledge the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches wow attaining knowledge you guys Attaining knowledge can help get riches or build wealth. And this is why I do the podcast is because, look, I want to know. I know you want to know. How can I get out of my rut? How can I get out of this debt? And wisdom helps us to get out of our situations, whether it be debt, whether it be hurt, whatever it is, wisdom helps. 
right, and I'm going to do one more scripture, uh, and then I'm going to go back to the questions, the finance questions. Uh, it says, honor the Lord. This is Proverbs 3, 9. Honor the Lord from your wealth and from the first of all your produce. So whatever you do and whatever you have, this scripture, Proverbs 3, 9, is saying, look, honor God with what you have, and then you will have more um, in your wealth. So you honor with the first things that you have, whatever those first fruits are whatever uh money that you have honor him first and he's going to bless you he's going to bless you he have to he's got to bless you all right so let me go back to the next question is how do a person young or old begin to take charge of their finances wow taking charge finances do not take charge over you you take charge over your finances Money don't take charge over you. You take charge over your money. So a person can begin to take charge of their finances by getting help and seeking out that wisdom and attaining knowledge on finances. For me, I know I had to kind of understand about credit. I had to understand what was accessible to me and how can I you know, get out of debt. And it, it takes time, just like it takes time to get into any other thing, situation, business. It takes time to get your finances in order. So it takes it's taking me time. I'm learning to get my finances more in order than I've learned than I've known a couple of years ago. So I know way more now than I've done a couple of years ago. So I want to give you a couple of um, tips to help you to take charge, to start to take charge, and begin to take charge of your finances. I just one great tip is from one of my friends, one of my good friends. We talk in the morning time on her way to work, and she does this no spend challenge, you guys. And so the no spend challenge is a really great challenge where for a month you don't spend unnecessarily. You basically save money. So you try to save money on every possible in any possible means. Of course you're supposed to get your necessities, I mean your food and pay your bills and everything. But the unnecessary things, even if it's a dollar or two dollars, uh to save. So it's like no spending, uh no unnecessary spending. All right. So that's one is to challenge yourself. Go on a no spending challenge. You know, have friends to do it with you. You know, uh, call up some of your friends. Say, look, I'm doing this no spend challenge. Let's do it. And the first person who reached $800 in one month, that saved $800 in one month, then, you know, we will buy lunch or buy you lunch or something like that. So do it with your friends. It's much more fun when you do it with your friends, when you do it with a spouse, when you do it with a family member. All right. And then the next thing I have for you is to know your credit scores. Know your credit scores. There are so many different apps out there now. Uh, One of the apps that I trust is um, Credit Sesame. Credit Sesame will let you know your TransUnion credit score and it will give you tips it will give you um, different scenarios of what credit cards you can go ahead and apply for, uh, how much you should apply for a house loan, a mortgage, 
uh, car loan and it keeps you up to date on your credit. It keeps you up to date on your debt to ratio. So Credit Sesame is a good app to have right on your phone and it's always accessible and they update your credit score every 30 to 60 days uh, depending on uh, how well you use your credit and how much um, how much of your uh, credit is pulled from these different industries or different uh, companies. All right, so that's one thing is to use some type of app to keep track of your credit score. All right, and then the next thing is to sign up with a company or agency that will help you consolidate your debt. Let me tell you, okay, I have school loans and my school loans are consolidated to a really low percentage. Um, I'm talking about uh, APR percentage. It's at like maybe three, four percent, but all of my loans are consolidated, so I only make one payment. So getting with a agency that will help consolidate all of your debt into one payment can help you get out of debt faster. And guess what, you all? I went to Facebook and I reached out to some of my Facebook friends and I have a couple of resources for you wherever you are. You can get these resources and you can get on the road to good credit. So here are a couple of resources that I have from some of my Facebook friends. So the first one is Nicole. Nicole um, has a free, her name is Nicole Hankins, and she has free weekly classes on credit building in Cleveland, Ohio, you guys. So the services, her services are provided in all 50 states. And her name is Nicole Hankins, and you can look her up on Facebook as well. Then I have my girl, Sharon, Sharon Youse. Sharon Youse, her business is SBC Solutions, LLC. And of course, Sharon has one-on-one free 30-minute sessions. And her headquarters is in New, um, is in North Carolina. All right, so Sharon do uh, financial sessions one-on-one. And the first 30 minutes is free, you all. Oh, my goodness, how Look, I love free, and I will be telling you on this podcast what's free, all right? So that's free, and Sharon has left her number. It is 336-934-5236, all right? And her business is sbcsolutionsllc.net, so you get with Sharon. And then I have my um, girly girl, Yarden Graham, and Yarden is a credit, she's a credit educator, okay? So she has credit education seminars in Baltimore, Maryland, all right? And her first one coming up is August the 11th, 2018, and she has classes in Waverly, at the Waverly Library, all right? And to get more information, you can visit her Facebook page, which is www.facebook.com slash LLC. Or you can call. Her number is 410-645-0161. And then, of course, I have my girl. And her name is Marilyn King. And Marilyn has her own business called Financial Fit. 
financial services and she teaches about financial literacy and that is good all of them teaches about financial literacy but to be aware of your finances is always key so Marilyn to get with Marilyn you can go to her Facebook page which is www.facebook.com slash money coach king all right so you can go ahead and you can get with Marilyn and all of these young ladies are ready and available to help you with your finances. All right. Um, so another tip is to invest. All right. Investing doesn't really hurt. Yes, it's some risk to investing, but the risk is not greater than what you will come out with the wealth. And I want to give you an app that I truly believe in, and it's called Robinhood, all right? I searched this app out last week, you guys, and I love Robinhood, and it is a app to help you to invest in the stock market, okay? So I want to give you my address, my web address, uh, to the app so that you can get free stock. So when you sign up, you get free stock I get free stock too. So here is the address. It is HTTPS um, colon, I mean not colon, semicolon, I'm sorry, semicolon slash, the double slash share, S-H-A-R-E dot Robin Hood, all one word, dot com slash D-E-B-O-R-A-S 277. All right, that's share.robinhood.com slash D-E-B-O-R-A-S-277. When you sign up to Robinhood, and you don't have to put your bank account in right away, but when you sign up and get approved, you get free stock and I get free stock too. I got a share on Groupon yesterday, on the other day. So I'm really happy about that. One way of learning to build wealth is you have to invest. You got to invest in yourself. You can invest in someone else. You have to invest. You don't keep the money all stored up in you. All right. All right. So I told you about the no spending challenge and I told you about the, oh, I have another uh, way to save money that I learned from a financial guru. And he taught me to save a dollar in 52 weeks. So if you save a dollar in 52 weeks, you come out with you can come out with almost a thousand dollars, all right, in those fifty-two weeks. So this is how the challenge go. Every week you save a dollar. For every week that you are saving, so let's say for example, week one you save one dollar, week two you save two dollars, and you continue in week three you save three dollars, and you continue till you get to week fifty-two. Now, I've done this challenge. Did I stay on a challenge? Not all the time, but I did see my money increase as long as I stayed on the challenge. So that is a really good challenge if you want to start off doing something uh, as far as saving money 52 weeks. All right, get your little piggy bank from the Dollar Tree and you're good. All right, um, the next thing is get a secure credit card. Right, a secure credit card is a little different from a unsecured credit card. Secure credit card, you can you're basically putting your money down and you're using your money as credit. Okay, you're using your money as credit and you continue to pay 
the balance that you owe on a secure credit card to increase your credit score. This is so good. Secure credit cards are awesome. They are great for emergencies and to have. So get a secure credit card with at least a $300 credit limit. And you can uh, go to any bank and ask them about secure credit cards. Go to a credit union. Ask them about secure credit. You can also um, go online to, I think it's creditcards.com, and you can find uh, credit cards that has secure credit cards. Like Capital One has a secure credit MasterCard and some of the other ones as well. So you can do that. All right. Um, so one other thing I just want to leave you with uh, for this Table Talk Tuesday is the scripture, 1 Timothy 6.10. And it says, For the love of money is a root of all sorts of evil. And some, by longing for it, have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. And I want to talk a little bit, just two minutes, about this scripture. People say, or people think that God is saying the love of money is evil. No, it's the root. Like it, it can, it can start evilness. And when you look at it, look at it in this format. When people are envious over people who have money, sometimes envy. That's evil. Uh, when people are jealous, people get jealous over people who have money. Jealousy is that's a root. See the 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 love of it can start that root of jealousy envy, even murder, you know, um, hate, you know, hating someone, uh, strife. That's what it means by the root of money can cause the root of all types of evil. Not that money is evil. And then it says the next part of that says, and some by longing for it have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs, meaning that they, they took out God and they they sought out money more than they sought out God or their faith or their spirituality. They sought out more money and it at the end of the day it made them sad. It grieved them or made them uh feel horrible. Right? So that's what that means. God wants us to prosper in everything. And I want you to prosper in everything as well. So this last verse I want to leave to you because I want you to live in abundance and I want you to build up your wealth. It says Proverbs thirteen twenty two: a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children and wealth of the sinner is stored up for the righteous. So there are ways of making money. There are ways of building wealth. And I want you to turn your finances into success. Turn the tragedy of your finances into success. All right, so until then, you guys, I will talk to you on Bible Thumping Thursday. All right, and stay positive and know that this is your year of abundance. Bye.